You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Favorite is that XX? Is that XX? Double X. Double X. It's all. It's like double X. It's like softcore porn. Mm-hmm. Double X, not triple X. Uh, like triple X records. Remember them? You're not quite ready for the straight edge lifestyle. But you're, <laughs> well, you're moving towards yeah, it. Yeah. Remember when people were straight edge and they're like, "This is what this X means," and this is what this X means. Uh, I do sort of remember X, that. You totally remember that. The first X is I abstain from the evils of drinking alcohol and doing drugs. The That's what I checked X, out. That was just like too much for the me. The second X is abstinence. I don't have sex because sex is, uh, allows impurities to fester in the body. What I do is I uh, I furiously masturbate to your uh, fucking makeout club profile. <laughs> Let's not ever forget my makeout club profile, which I could probably find. I don't know if uh, I could use. I don't the... think it's still up, is it? Well, uh, I think there's a new type of internet wayback machine that allows Ooh. you to find some some good shit. Fuck, time travel's real. Time travel is real. Life is uh, life is good. Not really. Uh, hey, here we are, guys. Episode, <laughs> episode 22. Andrew, why don't you hit me with some uh, some sunshine before I draw? I drown this podcast in the fucking rain down there. I got a raise today. <laughs> I got a raise. I got a promotion offer today that I just have to say yes to. Uh, Feeling makes, good. That makes me jealous as hell. I'm languishing in the same job I've had for over a year now. What happened to this promotion they've been dangling They're, in front of you? Are they taking it back? When you work for state government, it takes literally forever. All right, fair <laughs> enough. God, it was so easy when we had that blind governor. You'd just fucking have him stamp shit. I didn't know what he's stamping. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Stamp that. Okay. Oh, my God. So it's been... Uh, when we last left off, uh, I was in a good mood. I was flying high again in the face of adversity, uh, I will say. Um... 
the problem is that I have gone off of my heavy duty supposed to take medication. What's going on with it? I don't understand why you constantly go off this. Because I ran out of it. Oh, uh, okay. But a good thing is we broke the 20,000 listener mark today. That's nice, man. That was I was already having a great day, and you put that cherry right on top of I it. I did, and I love putting cherries on top, man. It's like you're mm-hmm. having the best sex ever, and then the dude pulls out right as you're coming, and he ejaculates on you, but he doesn't get anything near your face. He ejaculates a $20 bill. <laughs> he ejaculates a $20 bill and a DVD of The Best of Benny Hill. That's cool. And then you just you get takeout and you watch Benny Hill. Oh, that's so perfect. See, what, it really that is. That brings it's me to a larger issue. Why is it so hard to find a dame who just wants to do that, Andrew? That's a good question. I am, I am in a cold, a cold cave right now, man. <laughs> I'm in a painful, painful little cave right now. And Are so, you in the pain cave? I am. I am deep down in the pain cave, Andrew. Come inside my pain, pain cave, cave I'll and I'll bludgeon you. you. I'll bludgeon you. I'll take oh. you away. That's going to be a hard one to find for the outro. <laughs> oh, my God. Down here in the pain cave. I actually, I, if. I find that for the outro, I expect people to start a Kickstarter and donate money to me because that's going to be that's going to be time. Oh, please! Right That'll be amazing. We should I have another it. question for you, actually, really quickly. Okay. Can you see me right now? Uh, hold on. No. There are no cameras here at all. No. Why am I wearing pants I while know. we do this? I don't understand. I'm gonna. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can, you can, uh, you can take your pants off even if I could see. I'm taking these off. Wow. Taking you, you earned it. You earned the right. You paid the cost to be the boss today. Uh, seriously, I, I spiked a football my way out today. <laughs> and I'm wearing new headphones. I got new fucking new earphones to do the podcast with. Oh, that's They're, great. Uh, a special edition. They don't exist yet. Oh, shit. That's a Bong and Olufsen style. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. the podcast is really the only thing keeping me together right now. Keeping me from jumping off a bridge, dude. I like this yin and yang thing we have going on. I, I hate Holy it. Holy shit, I just found 30 bucks. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. Fucking asshole. <laughs> um, yeah, we do have the yin and yang thing going on. I think it makes for a powerful dynamic for the podcast mm-hmm. right now. Uh, so I walk am... me through your week, man. Where, where'd you go off the rails? No, I don't even, I can't. Um, well, it's partly medical and partly circumstantial. My hypomania is off the fucking charts right now. <laughs> I can't. But it's mani- <laughs> I think you made that word up. But it's manifesting itself not with spending, but with sex. All right. I am, I'm jerking off like I'm 15. Wow, okay. I befriended a beautiful young woman. Uh, recently, and we've been talking, and she's so funny. And she, I mean, honestly, and she's really fucking awesome, and she's really cool. And we laugh, and everything's awesome. And the problem is, I keep trying to make the conversation about sex, <laughs> 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 which is like for a woman who is um, considerably younger than I am. Uh, and but you will never know it. I mean, she carries herself like a, a more. She carries herself better than she a lot is, of thirty uh, thirty five smokers lines. Well, I'm, no, no, she just, she just carries herself better than a lot of thirty five year olds I know, like for sure. But I'm like, yeah, and you know, we can like, uh, we can like when we do it, like, yeah, and then when we have sex that one time, and then you know when we meet up and have sex, and I'm trying to like 
kind of like like foster some sort of like phone sex conversation (laughs) and i can tell it's like cool but it's not that cool (laughs) and but here i am i'm like yeah i'm thinking i'm like mr romeo but at the same time i can't stop talking about it and it's fucking like really crazy (laughs) this is interesting (laughs) it's not man (laughs) maybe she's feeling it though who knows i i she's awesome and and i think she has a good sense of humor and i don't think it bothers her at all but it bothers me because i would like to talk about like religion germany anything i'd like to talk about fucking (laughs) i like to talk about eating burgers at hardy's i would talk talk about anything else besides that (laughs) but and but instead i'm like yeah you know and like Ugh. And so every time, it's like I can't help myself. Plus, I ask this question every time. Uh, is she listening? Is she going to discover this right yes. now? All right. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. All I mean, right. But the problem, but the good thing is, she's a woman with a head on her shoulders, so she'll tell me to fuck right off if I get to excellent, her, which will probably happen. Um. But anyway, I, I don't even know if she'll listen. But it's like. And then I heard, then it's like, but the, oh, you know what really triggered it? Um, and I'm like, oh, I wish I was in person because it would be a lot better. And I haven't had anything to drink yet today. So I <laughs> started drinking like, like every day. So, um, oh, that's awesome. That's really good. Uh, I'm sex serious this time, dude. Like, no question. <laughs> like, <laughs> we got to get you upstate. Yeah, well, it's serious times, man. Like, it's no joke. Um, what really started is that I heard a through the worst type of grapevine you can ever hear is through the Albany rumor mill. The fucking Albany rumor mill. I heard that my ex girlfriend is already dating somebody else. All right. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. Uh, but of course, I texted my ex girlfriend like a thirsty, of course, like a thirsty bitch ass, and I was like, I heard you're dating somebody else. I guess you hate me now. I definitely oh. fucking said that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing at me, too, which is great. Did you just hear what you just said? Yeah, I know. It's fucking <laughs> great. I know. I, 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 am, I am off, literally, like, off the rails, crazy train style. Holy shit. How did that go? Um, uh, not about well. I, about as well as I would expect it would. Uh, it went terribly. Well, it, it just wow. uh, was dispatched verbally <laughs> in a cold <laughs> manner. Uh, and, um, oh, my God. It, but I was just like, but, you know, you got to believe it when somebody tells you, you know. I'm like a nice guy. I give people the benefit of the doubt. And I'm like, oh, my God. Well, are you sure to these people? And they're like, well, yeah, we, I think we saw, you know, something. We saw her with somebody walking or something. And then I was like, oh, my fucking God. Immediately text, immediately act like a complete lunatic. Here's a question. Is it the same dude that's done this to you before? No. All right. Because that used to happen to me in Albany all the time. You're right. There was always a dude who was behind me online. Yeah. It's uh, no, it hasn't changed. I was at a bar and it it was, it was two girls and they were like, yeah, we saw, you know, we heard. And then another one's like, yeah, I saw, heard and saw. I figured, okay, that's substantiated. <laughs> not thinking the fucking sources are like, it's not like fucking, it's not like Ted Koppel and Dan Rather talking to me, all right? It's like. <laughs> what if Dan Rather walked into Bombers who was like, oh, I saw so and so walking uh, into the Spectrum Theater? Yeah, exactly. That's weird, Dan Rather. <laughs> that's really strange, Dan Rather, but I'll take your word for it because you're. It's right. strange that we've, we've run in such close circles and never had a chance to catch up before. <laughs> I mean, um, 
Yeah, I, I, I would ask Dan rather to perhaps soothe my or salve my wounds by making love to me. Oh yeah, if you had Dan Rather in the sack, you're you're all good to go. I mean, that would solve a lot of your problems. Uh, yeah, sleeping with, sleeping with a 85 year old reporter would solve a ton of problems. I could be his. Mm-hmm. I could definitely be his rent boy. No question. <laughs> no questions asked about that one. Uh, so that started everything in a sad way. Put a mm-hmm. put a sad little turn on everything. Texter, nothing doing. No, definitely not. So then I text some fucking like like crazy bullshit back. Like I'm, lo- I'm just losing it. I don't know what's going on here. Oh, I can't, boy. I can't talk to you anymore. Ah, oh, fuck. And I, and like the funny thing is, I don't feel any better now. <laughs> well, I don't know why you would. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My question to you though is, let's say that Dan Rather was a hundred percent accurate. Like at the. What's that? What's that mean to uh, shit? That uh, no, who cares? Exactly. I mean, and and meanwhile, I'm like on OKCupid. I'm fucking going on Craigslist trying to find any, Whoa! trying to find any gully to fucking lay in. Like honestly, all right. I'm like, it, it was like, imagine like the most reboundy you've ever been, and then triple that because I'm also Jeez. like so hypomanic that I I would like literally I would literally fuck like a, a piece of fruit. <laughs> a hornet's nest? I would fuck a hornet's nest and then and pick the barbs, the, the poisonous barbs out of my cock. My understanding from reputable news sources is that's not good for you. <laughs> I, I'm ready to chop it off right now because it's getting in the way of my fucking creativity. I haven't done shit lately. Um, Alright, well we need to come up with a, a battle plan for you. First of all, we need to get you upstate and get your shit taken care of, even you out. Get me upstate? Uh, what do you mean? Are we supposed to go to Four Winds again or what? No, no, you're supposed to go and get your goddamn medication. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that script that's been sitting at the pharmacy for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, there you, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Um, uh, and then we got to fire up that fucking Hans dating game. Oh, we really do. I mean, Sean Duty's getting the backseat, man. Sean Duty's on pause right now until fucking yes, further notice. After this testament to my sanity that this podcast has become, women are now dripping. Are, oh, I'd are, imagine. There is, there, are a, there is a panty removal process going on, which uh, dictates that the many... Greyhound is actually experiencing a, a uh, uh, some some service problems because everybody's taking a Greyhound to Albany right now. Makes sense. To sit on, sit on me. <laughs> and not only that, but right now I'm probably capable of, like, woman on top. That's so mentally into sex i am right now because i'm also depressed all right so, fair enough so it's like yeah if you want to you want to crawl on be my guest but um what was me you know like, i'm sure this is pe- that not desirable normally no it's great no not for women the past three women i've been with have not been with that at all they're like oh, well, interesting mm. yeah because you know what because it you know what it is if you had to look down on like my flabby body with my with my sex face going too, like you wouldn't want to be on top either. <laughs> you wouldn't want to be on top of that shit either. These are people who don't enjoy adventure. No, honestly, it's like you know you're used to fucking some skinny dude and like a fucking government warning T-shirt. Check it. Like this is a real. <laughs> this is a fucking real man. Right. It's a real man in a government mule t-shirt. It's a real man in a, in a government in a tight black Sabbath shirt with the fucking armpits <laughs> ripped out. All right, this is a real dude, man. I smell like cologne. I smell like fucking Malibu rum, which I've already had a bunch of. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, um, whatever. Uh, <laughs> man, the, uh, the the guys at my job fucking got me a uh, a bottle of my favorite scotch today. 
Jesus Christ. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah we get it, man. We yeah, get, we're just rubbing it in, man. Get, I'm going to rub this like, You know what I did today? I sent an email out to my entire office that was incorrect. <laughs> and my boss, uh, in the middle of a press conference, emailed me to say, that's the wrong thing. <laughs> and I watched her on the simulcast get on her BlackBerry and email me. That's, Holy that's shit. where I'm at. Man, this is wild ass. Everything is not coming up. Hans Mann. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, yeah. You know how things are sort of um, always pretty good with me. I'm always jovial. Jovial Jerry has left the fucking house. What do we do to get us both on the good foot? Well, shut like, the fuck up, man. You just got a bottle of scotch. You got a fucking... You, you got a, you probably got your dick stuck later, too. I'm on a real good foot, but I need you to be in the good foot, too. So who do we have to... Clearly, when I'm up, you're down. Mm, I know. So we got to do that voodoo uh, shit we are, where when we're up, some other podcast we, is down. We are rising up, rising down, as you would yeah. say. Uh, <laughs> Correct. Uh, to <laughs> famous Albany band... Rising up, rising down. Uh, my only saving grace is that I am doing, uh, in the middle of my mania, in the middle of my chaos and confusion, um, I'm doing a stand-up comedy show, uh, open mic at uh, this place called The Comedy Works on Thursday, on Tuesday. That is the greatest. <laughs> that is so good. I might have to um, videotape it or record it. Please videotape but I'm it. But I don't know what to do. Now, maybe I could poll the audience, but I'm definitely going to poll you because I, out of all the, all the people I know, I respect your opinion the most, even though I don't dress that way. That's scary as shit. <laughs> even though I don't dress that way. Um, should I memorize uh, a 20-minute 20, 20 routine uh, from by Andrew Dice Clay? Or should I make up my own shit? Because I, Is it impossible to do both? I don't know, man. I, I think right now I could just go up there and kind of riff like I do now for about 20 minutes. Maybe I could maybe I could talk about eating pussy or something, you know? Like yeah, pussy. there you go. People love that. Yeah, you know? I mean, I did. Um, I could be like, yeah, I fucked a girl in the motel right next door. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh, my God, you know? Uh, um... But then I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe do, do your own shit, and then once people look at you weird, and like you see people checking their Blackberries, and be like, uh, yeah. oh, you know, and just start pulling Andrew Dice Clay at your ass. I was thinking about pulling an Andy Kaufman and just going up and talking about how my life sucks. That's actually a pretty good idea. Because there's a clip of Andy Kaufman, and he's on uh, The Letterman Show, and he was inv invited on to talk about the TV show Taxi. And he shows up like... He literally prepared by not showering for like three days or shaving. <laughs> Looks like shit. It's so good. I'm, I'll post it up on the, on the Tumblr. It's so good. And then he just kind of talks about how, like, literally what happened where he, he like, what, they, what people didn't know because he still had to do press for Taxi even though he wasn't on Taxi anymore. So he's like, yeah, I left Taxi like three months ago and then my wife left me and now I just live in New York and I do stand-up at the Improv. And uh, I don't really do much of anything else. And, he, and David Letterman's like caught off guard. And it's like really, really good. I'll post it up as a supplemental to whatever. Oh, please do. But God, what a genius. But it's so good. And I kind of just want to do that and be like, hey, guys. Um, yeah, I think the comedy store, uh, I'm, this might be my in the last last moment on earth here. Uh, so I'm, 
you know, and I guess let's talk about that. I mean, it wouldn't be funny at all, but... Uh, See, I disagree. I think it would actually be really funny, because there'd be one guy laughing, and a lot of people would be like, oh, I don't... Uh, I don't know, which just amplifies it and makes it even funnier. Yeah, I think it would be great. Honestly, I think it would be... I mean, I could do that, or I could just do, like, a dirty bit. Either way, I think it's going to be terrible. But it's a, it's not a pay pay to play like if you could play a shitty nightclub around here like if you're in a hardcore band and you play like a terrible show around here you have to sell tickets you know that bullshit um here you have to bring people so i have to bring like i have to bring justin kiss i have to okay. bring metalhead sam all right I bring metal john all right i gotta bring a couple other people <laughs> oh um the fuck is going on there I, a garbage man a garbage truck just almost hit my car Oh, okay. And I have my windows closed, so it's just a really loud truck. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, so I don't really know what kind of uh, what, what I'm going to do. So I'm going to actually pull the uh, Tumblr crowd. Then I'm going to ask. I'm pulling everybody. Pulling the audience now. Our twenty thousand listeners, um, or whatever. Uh, I'm going to pull the audience and say, "What should I do? I've got we've got about a week to do this." And I'm just kind of wondering what we should uh, try to accomplish with my comedy show, and if it's worth filming. Oh, definitely worth, no doubt. I mean, that's 100%, <laughs> yeah, it's worth filming. Okay. Uh, just have Justin Kiss take a cell phone video. Yeah, I could do that. I have, I have um, his phone in my car. Yeah. Everyone else, uh, write into the Tumblr, slash ask, or leave a voicemail. No one's really leaving voicemails after I fucking slave to get yeah. voicemail on our page. People are assholes, because they're like, ask for it, and then they don't want it. It's like fucking Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't really want this. I just kind of said it. Hmm. Well. Fucking jerk-offs. Yeah, so, yeah, that's where I'm at right now, guys. I'm, uh, oh, and I, the, uh, OKQ, the best OKCupid thing ever is that I've also been copying and pasting the same message to like 30 different people <laughs> that's efficient as shit actually <laughs> right that's what i said but i told a friend that i do that and they're like no it's terrible you should write your message from the heart oh fucking and shut up I was dickhead. Like, look stupid um there's nothing heart wrote a message from the heart i i have all of the episodes of voltron on uh, japanese dvd yeah, no yeah, one cares no. no one cares what's in your heart yeah, if i wrote a message from the heart right now it'd be like look some fucking, fucking thirsty ass fucking punk girl decided to fucking scrape me off. So now all I want to do is fuck somebody, and I don't really want to know their name, and I don't really want to remember their address. I just want to get my fucking cutty in. What if you just sent messages that were just Y slash N? <laughs> I should do that. That I, might be pretty good. I should do that as a uh, as a rule, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Jesus fucking Christ. But in the middle of it all, Andrew, there's a woman from New Mexico. Here we go. Oh, we yes. Go, <laughs> oh, I'm running in place. I'm so excited right now. You just want me to, like, end up dead, I think. Even though we're I want friends. this to end well for you. But, uh, um, I w- listen, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Uh, okay, Aerosmith. Um, life's a journey, not a disc. Remember that? Remember we that? live it on the edge. Yeah, no shit. Thank you. you remember frickin- when we woke up the guys in the van trying to harmonize "Love in an Elevator" in the middle of Montana? Oh, we did that really well. <laughs> and, oh man, Sean Duty's hating that big time. Oh yeah. Oh. All right. So me. New Mexico. Oh, yeah, she's just this nice, nice girl. I don't know how she found me, but she did. And uh, we exchange. She, she's the Libyans from uh, Back to the Future. <laughs> I, 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 it could just as well be because I didn't think anybody under like fifty lived in New Mexico. 
Uh, so here we are. We're ta- we're texting now. We just texted. And I was like, of course, this is how fucking Clark Griswold I am about dating. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, hey, so, oh, did pennies fall from heaven for you, Andrew? Like, yeah, I know. That, it, was, it just started to rain money here. how good weird. your fucking day is going? Jesus Christ. It was weird. Uh, whatever. Um, oh, I, I am a successful creative person. I just don't feel like it right now. And I have to keep reassuring myself that or I will really feel terrible. Well, don't forget. 30 push-ups every time you feel like shit. I would have... Fuck, I, would, I would look like Popeye if that happened. Mm-hmm. Gotta do it. No. How about Gotta do it. I'm doing this whole podcast doing a wall sit. You know what I'm gonna do after this podcast? I'm gonna drive to Trader Joe's and buy two pints of coconut ice cream and eat both of them. That shit is really good. That shit is really good. <laughs> so you're such an enabler, man. I know. I know. I, man, I just have such a soft spot for Trader Joe's. I like lived off that shit when I was living <laughs> in D.C. I would, just, I would leave my job... Walk a mile and a half to Trader Joe's, Jesus buy eighty dollars worth of groceries, and walk a mile and a half back to the hotel I lived in, and then just gorge myself on Trader Joe's shit. Mm, sounds good. It's a really, really good time in my life. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I've never had that that type of thing going on. Well, every time I move, it's always a series of tough compromises, where uh, it's like, oh, you want to go to Trader Joe's? No, I want to argue. Mine. <laughs> When I was in fucking yeah, I don't want to talk about it anymore, man. God damn it! All right, all right. You got when New Mexico's on lock? No, she's not on lock, man. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I downloaded the Crazy Blind Date app from OK Cupid today. Excellent. No, there's only one woman on it at all, <laughs> and she's from New Hampshire. All right. Well, but I, I mean, it could be worse. I am doing this, God, Andrew. I'm doing. I'm also doing this thing where, because my ex harped on my weight all the time, mm-hmm. I'm taking diuretics and, and laxatives. All right, now let's dial it back a second. And what the fuck? I'm making myself vomit, so I'm only ingesting about 300 calories a Dial it back. Dial it back. You see, you see, podcast listeners, this is supposed to be comedy, good times, but I actually have real problems. <laughs> yeah, you just, you just brought me there. Yeah, I. Uh, it's really, really, I, I women are my trigger, dude. Like, this right. is the, not even a joke. Like, women are my trigger. All this shit came back. Like, I feel like I'm in the van, like, on that tour right now. Like, I, it all, wow. And I tried. I came back so hard from all of it, all the adversity, and then this one thing just set it back, set it off again. Three years later. So, yeah, that's what I did earlier. I have the, uh, I take the two, the two, the three diuretics. Uh, I lose about 10 pounds there. And then I do laxatives before I go to sleep. And then I drink nothing but water, and then I eat a little, but it's all vegan food, so it's not like... I can eat a ton of food, and it's still like maybe 600 calories. All right, intervention here. <laughs> we're going to do intervention time? We're, we're doing an intervention right now. <laughs> okay, Andrew, I can barely hear you. I think you're, you're really low for some reason. Is that... Hello? Hello? You're born low, man. Can you hear me? Yeah, kind of. Hold on, let me check my settings. The fuck is going on here? I don't know. Hold up. Yeah, let me turn my volume up. All right, you're good. All right, better? Yeah, a little better. You're still kind of far away, but that's all right. As long as you're recording yourself fine and the yeah. Skype's going good, we're all right. Yeah, we're great. Okay, so intervention time, Andrew. Intervention time. All right, here we go. I mean, this is just temporary, man. I don't know what the story is here. but uh... got a full-time intervening right here. All right, Andrew. Maybe this is why I wanted to do the podcast tonight. <laughs> Correct. <intervention. laughs> all right, you're going up and you're getting your meds. <laughs> 
first and foremost. This is a non-negotiable uh, point. S- okay, so uh, okay. Fine. I'll I'll wire you money for gas, man. <laughs> what the fuck? What? I'm not I'm not that broke. I'll just go up tomorrow or some shit. Whatever. Uh, and then uh, you're not taking a fucking diuretic before bed. I, That's not gonna happen. I, I yeah, I kind of do. I got him right here. <laughs> what you are gonna do is just drink a fuck ton of water. Yeah. And then just not have bread. You'll feel great. Your scale's going to go down. You'll feel like a million bucks. And then I will fucking road trip out to uh, New Mexico with you. Really? How's that? How's that? Really? I mean, are you sure you can get off work? I mean, this girl might not. Probably even... not. But whatever. <laughs> this... I'll road trip one way and then fly back. Uh, this girl might not even uh, like me that much. We just we just sent our first text today. The, the woman, the girl in the Midwest, uh, who is really, really nice to me. I think I am way too much for her already. All right, but I'm talking. But I, you know, but the currency here is that I'm actually, I'm back on back in the saddle. I guess <laughs> uh, a week and a half out after getting dumped, I'm talk. I'm already talking to other people, which is always a really good idea. Um. But I, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at right now, and I think I owe it to not only you being one of my best friends, but the the podcast audience, who I all consider my friends from around the world, to bring everybody up to speed on my uh, on my condition right now. When I get obsessed, when I wake up in the morning and I get obsessed about how I feel, like how big I am, you know, like I feel gigantic. Like I look at what I do is when I wake up, I sit up and I look at the proportions of the bed compared to how big I am, and I make an imaginary line in the middle of the mattress, and I think. One like soon, I need to be the size of half the bed because then someone else can fit next to me. Uh, but I'm too big right now, so I'm over the line. So I have to keep doing like taking the diuretics and stuff, you know, until I can uh, until I can really kind of make it back through, you know. Okay, we've all all of the listeners and I have been chatting during this. <laughs> oh no! And uh, yeah, we we've all come to the, uh, the overwhelming conclusion: you need to dial it the fuck back. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting wild ass. Whatever, dude. Hey, we this is what everyone signed on for, man. That's true. That is very true. You wanted uh, you wanted brutal honesty. Here we are. <laughs> brutal honesty. Wanted brutal truth. Brutal truth. Yes, definitely. But I was doing so well. It was such a jovial Jerry. Um, I think this is your cheat day. This is your day to fucking get wild ass and nuts, and then tomorrow no, you wake up and uh, you're. My cheat day was Mother's Day, where I had to put on a brave face for my mom. Um, so I didn't come off as a complete wacko. wacko. Fair enough. Um, it was cool. It was great. Sounds really good. You're really good. All right. Well, <laughs> dark intervention. Okay, intervention time. Fine. I'm see. I'm like I would be terrible on the show intervention because I'm like okay, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like I what I believe me. I know this isn't in a way. This isn't like the tour because on the tour I legitimately at times didn't know how ridiculous I was. Being. That's the interesting thing about this is yeah you're now, you're fully cognizant about the fact that you sound absolutely out of control. Yeah no this is this happens man. This is how it happens. This this is a for my haters. This is a fun funny podcast. For my for my fans, this is an interesting podcast. So I'm trying to yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to supplement both here. Um, what about your crushes? What are the people who are crushing out on you hard? People, women, women who are crushing on me right now. This, this is the eye opening podcast. I don't think any women are crushing on me right now at all. But um, I'd say that's untrue. Well, I don't know. They don't. They never show their face. I talked to, that a uh, woman I talked to uh, from the Midwest. Kind of thinks so. Kind of likes me. I don't know what's happening. The, uh and she's really nice. Like she's too like so nice, you know. 
uh, and, and it's like I always look at myself as like you know like Mike the cop like some fat dude you know <laughs> you know what I mean like like insert character here like an extra I'm an extra in my movie bro my fucking movie and then last week I was on such I was on the good foot and, and 21 was like a like an epic like it was really good but this, this one wild but this one is is guaranteed to be a classic in a episode 11 way where or episode 10 way where you're now it's like you're all on that tour uh, yeah, this with. is interesting because I was I wasn't on the tour, so all the shit I got was like second and third hand. Yeah, this dude, is uh, no. this is curious, I'm, curious I case. Think, I think some telephone game shit happened on that, <laughs> on that. Uh, but oh, no, no, no doubt. I, it's, look, I have a condition, man, and I can't ever get rid of it, and it's depressing to me, and it stands in the way of a lot of you know, what I need to do in life, uh, because the fucking medication just wears me down so much. See, I at least I find that sort of thing that when you can't get rid of something like that. Like when when I found that I was just gonna have kidney stones for the rest of my life, you know, if I didn't fucking do, it, I'm like, oh okay, well then this is a thing I have to do. That's it. I just <laughs> yeah. have to eat. I have to have a lemon every day, or else I give birth, and I don't want to do that. So that, that's it. And then I, I don't think about the lemons anymore. I just for, always have a lemon. Is that for real? Are you gonna? Well, yeah. Once you have a kidney stone, you're always predisposed Damn. to them. But uh, taking, you know, for for me having a lemon and having some vitamin C and some uh, magnesium. Is gonna do it, so now I just do it for the rest of my life. That's, That's all, great. Andrew. I wish I had to resolve. I do actually, in a weird way, although I, I am not a fan of myself at this moment. I do take my vitamins every day still, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is, and I drink, I drink a considerable amount of water. But my only problem is that I really only enjoy my life when I'm not paying attention to it. So that means I only really enjoy it when I'm at work. Which is like I know what you need. You need World of Tanks, motherfucker. I've been playing it, but the I'm I'm even pissed off at that because I saved up like a shitload of fucking points to buy a Russian tank I really wanted, and then it's too slow and I keep dying. Shit. And I'm not good enough at tactics, and it's like World of Warcraft, but World of Tanks, and it's like everybody's a fucking nerd and plays it all day. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck you. Give me a fucking chance to figure my. It's like playing Street Fighter. It's like fucking stop. Let me finger my buttons out. I've never used Blanca before. You know, and so it's not even fun. Block is hard, right? It's not even fun. So I have, uh, I have like Madden '08. That's my other game on my computer right now. You know how fucking hard it is to do Blanca's like hard electric thing, that, that, where you gotta that, like that, press yeah. the thing at the top all like that fast. Who the fuck can do that? Nobody. I don't know. Or shit. Not me. Although I used to uh, change the buttons and have the other uh, two front facing buttons be the uh, the hard punch and hard <laughs> kick. Dude, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's. Uh, I think I'm just being too negative right now. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yes. <laughs> hey guys, you think I'm being a little negative right now? Uh, maybe I'm feeling a little bad about myself, but I also see myself taking a pattern of self sabotage, where like, like I'll talk to a girl, but then I'll have to talk to her all the time, <laughs> like twenty four seven. Sucks. Uh, fuck. Maybe somebody who lives far away and I never see her is good for me. Yeah, that might work for you. Because I'm not. Gonna, it's I, worked out pretty well in the past. You know, really good. <laughs> <laughs> really good, man. I get all worked up, and I'm like, "Yo, I need to peace because this is where my life is headed, dude. This is gonna be <sighs> so. Uh, it's gonna be something else, Andrew. Uh, yeah, it's uh, sorry for bringing it down, man. Uh, this is where I am right now. This is what. This is me. an interesting case for me. This is wild. Well, it's, I mean, I'm so fucking bad at doling out good advice, too. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, like somebody's like, you should be a bartender. You give good advice. I'm like, what have I ever given you good advice on anything? I can't even look you in the eye and say something nice. Fucking person I've lived with for two years. You did give me advice to buy that amp that one time. That was good. Uh, that's true. I did. All right, that was good. That worked. Which I sold. Which I sold on that tour. It sold. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. 
Some dude. I still have his number, though, so maybe I can give him a call. Yeah, see, so maybe he doesn't want it anymore. I see those things all the time. You can get another one. Yeah, I, in my for my non-existent band that I'm working on. Although That's the one. I may have, uh, I may have booked a show for uh, <laughs> like the first week in June for a band Excellent. I have no songs written for. <laughs> That's pretty dope. Yeah, I have these little flashes where like I want to die, like legitimately, like think it's like you know if this is going to be the way it is, then I might as well not go on. And then I also think, wow, I should be really hyper creative and do a lot of good stuff. And those thoughts will like be five minutes apart from one another. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds about right. Really, I don't good. think you're alone. I think most creative people have those exact same things. Really good. I, if people really care, I expect them to send me fucking get well soon fucking balloons and shit. There you go. I need some sympathy right now. I need I need a sympathy lay. That's what I need. I need right. a good, slow, pussy eaten and sympathy fuck. That's what I need. I'll see what we can't uh, set that up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> good. Yeah. Anyway, you know, just call in some favors. Yeah. Call in some flavors, man. That'd be good, man. I just need that. I need that like Gregory Isaac shit. I need that fucking cool ruler, fucking sad lover, slow sex. Maybe I start crying right in the middle. <laughs> Like oh meow, it's okay, it's okay. Like you warn her, you're like this probably like you know you it's like you and one of you and Gabby's friends or whatever, and you're like okay, this dude's cool, he's totally you know he's not a fucking rapist or just break myself, break my man off some shit, and then she's like okay, you know I'm totally sex sex positive, totally not into shaming anybody, so like all right, I'm gonna fuck this dude, so you know you guys like go into the living room and I go we go into your bedroom. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, you're like, oh, okay. I'm very tolerant of these ideas. Yeah, really good. And uh, we put some plastic down because you know how I roll. I get fucking mm-hmm. crazy. I'll airplay uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash Dark Star into the room for you. So you'll have some, some mood music. Wow, I would be so firm if that happened. No mm-hmm. question. Um, okay, so then we, uh, okay, we're ready, really ready to go. And then, like, I insert, and she's not particularly, you know, moist. She's just like, oh, it's fucking stranger sex. This is fucking weird, but I'm really, you know, but you have a, a friend who is willing to take one for the team. I appreciate that. Um, and then Do I you s- always have to wear that Black Sabbath shirt? <laughs> yeah, always. And it's like, uh, I'm wearing it right now, actually. <laughs> this awesome. Is, this is my Feel Depressed shirt. Um, and then, like, you know, we're, like, moving it in and out real slow, and I start crying in the middle, and she's like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, all right, see ya. Intervention. Intervention time. Yeah, I need, like, some, some pharmaceutical-grade medication and some sex. That's what I need right. right now. Not right. Not Craigslist sex, okay? Or, or, like, legit. Or Backpage.com sex, which I have looked at. But I haven't. No, you need that. You need that real shit. I need the real shit, man. I haven't gone over, gone after any hookers yet. But I'm like, oh boy, you know, worst comes to worst. So go All after. Right, let's oh. let's keep that dialed back. With, you know, that's some last resort shit. <laughs> no, I'm not. Definitely not going to do it. But uh, you know, maybe I'll go on fucking. I could do a casual encounter. I guess I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know. All man. right. Well, I uh, I wish you the best in this journey you're taking right now this is pretty wild you have you have officially the intervention is officially over you've wished me the best um so in contrast your life fucking rules my life's doing okay my life has actually sucked balls up until today it was a really fucking rough scene and then today like the floodgates of like all right shit happens okay and not even all right shit is like a bunch of shit happens so i got like a i got a bunch of money flying around i gotta allocate i gotta you know i Shit's happening. Now that I need things to be calm, things are happening. But fuck it, whatever. I'd rather be busy. That's great. 
that's uh that's that's about that i'm really excited for you i'm right i am actually really excited for you Andrew. that's awesome well we'll see how this goes i don't know i'm gonna sleep on this offer an offer i got an offer man i got a uh, promotion offer what are you going to be doing i can't quite say okay i'm uh, i have signed a non-disclosure agreement but uh uh, suffice to say, there will be one less world leader in oh, six to eight weeks. Holy shit! You're about to there join. will be one more tragedy. Oh, you're, oh there's going to be another tragedy. Okay. There will always be another tragedy when I'm in charge. Um, I think I think right now, since I've laid it all on the line, and we've we'll no doubt lose some followers and listeners. Probably. We should go. We should fall on the tumbler sword for the next uh, twenty minutes. Let's do it. That sounds like a plan. I guarantee next next week will be oh ha 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 like oh like wow I can't believe I was that sad. I'm so stupid. <laughs> next week, Justin Kiss also has signed on. That's uh, excellent. Yeah, so he's uh, back out of hi back out of uh, his hiatus. Me back. and Justin Kiss got a lot of conspiracy shit to talk about. Yeah, everyone's man. asking for Justin Kiss, and he is very mm-hmm. excited to come back. I'm gonna. Excellent. I got his. Uh, I got him a little headset mic. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, I got it from work. It's a little Plantronics headset mic. It's right. gonna probably sounds great. Uh, it's better than the. Although I kind of like his his like muffly vibe. You know, yeah, he's just kind of out in the background. Yeah, exactly. Put a piece of packing tape over the microphone. <laughs> Do something. <like> <laughs> <that>. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, well, uh, have at it, Andrew. Um, I'm I feel really lightheaded right now and weak, so I'm just going to kind of chill back and drink my soda. All uh, right, let's see. <laughs> oh, here's one right now. How's Justin Kiss doing? I miss his raspy voice in the podcast. Ah, uh, damn! If you're a woman, fucking step up to get your rep up, because that motherfucker's cooler than anybody in this town. He's doing fine. <laughs> I, I got that he's doing fine he's a homeowner that motherfucker he got his car fixed he's working he's, right. he's being cool no more meningitis no more meningitis 100% 100 healed um, excellent um, you know just listening to records listening to like uh, Archer's a Loaf a lot and shit you know he left his right. he left his iPod in my car he left his jacket in my car yeah. let's see Oh, here, topical. Have you dudes ever forayed into the world of comedy? This may seem like a Patrick Kinlan Avenue, but I'm talking about bringing back the comedy team, uh, Laurel and Hardy or Steve Martin and John Candy. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, oh, let me guess. I'm fucking, I'm fucking <laughs> Laurel uh, and Candy, right? Because if he's... Well, I play the banjo. Oh, well, then I guess I'm fat Canadian John I'm sorry, Candy. Dude. Great, sorry, huh? dude. Sorry, dude. I mean, that's it was it was purely a banjo decision. I am fat and I am Canadian, so perfect. I don't know which one was Laurel and which one was Hardy. Uh, Stan Laurel. Now, Oliver Hardy was the fat one. Okay. Uh, it's a fine mess you've gotten us into, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, of course, John Candy is that fat fucker from Uncle Buck. And playing Uncle Strange Anonymous. Buck. <laughs> So for this, I, I for this comedy thing, there's a, I'm at a crossroads right now. I could, I could easily start doing drugs, and drinking a lot, and I could become a stand-up comic uh, because I'm I'm marginally funny, and I have a speak good speaking voice. Uh, is this po- is this Tumblr question going to push me over the edge? I don't know. I would hope not. <laughs> would hope not. Um, because I'm thinking of doing all of those things, uh, and hopefully, uh, well, we'll see. 
We'll see. I would urge you to, to uh, do none of those. <laughs> now become a stand-up comic? Are you trying to step on my dream, man? Uh, all right, one of those. Well, I guess it's, it's your call as to which. See, the fucking problem is, and I thought about this immediately, because motherfuckers always call me Zach Galifianakis. That's I, a rough Because I look like him, right? Dude's kind of funny. But, like, I think I've definitely said some things that are funnier than him. I'd imagine. Uh, yeah, and but no, no worries. I can just go on. I mean, this is this is like the, you know, Bob's comedy bunker in fucking downtown Albany. This isn't like, you know, I'm not a Bally's or what Harris or whatever. But still, I know there's some motherfucker in the audience going to be like, Zach Galifianakis, what's up? Mm-hmm. Ah, that's something you're just going to have to deal with. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, whatever. A hick will always look for an excuse to do hick shit. That's very true. I come from a town of hicks. Um. <clears throat> all right. Uh. Let me let me jam on one of them. Yeah. Jump in here. Okay. I am twenty, and I'm currently talking to a sixteen-year-old. Part of me really likes her, but part of me th- feels like she is too young. Well, there's probably a reason why she feels. Oh, wait. Now the consent, age of consent, where I live is sixteen, so it's not an issue legally. Is it weird, or am I just being weird about it? Um. Well. Well. <clears throat> you, oh, I, after you. Oh well. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think that uh, I think you're just being weird about it, honestly. Uh, because you know what? Um. Uh, in the past couple of months, I've talked to women who are definitely nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, and talked to them like a lot. Eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. And I haven't done anything with them, but I've definitely talked to them, like, a lot. And I talk to them, and they're fascinating people. And they're adults, and they're human beings. And just because they're an age, and then because I seem like, you know, it'd be like, just because, you know, I don't know, man. I would feel like Fozzie Bear trying to fuck them. I mean, I, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But I'll get, it go- I'll get it going if they want, you know. It's fine. If it's legal, it's cool. I don't think there's a big problem with that. You might have to deal with a lot of, like, maybe she isn't fully developed as a person yet and will yeah. act really fucking weird toward you. And, and you'll overwhelm her quickly with your, like, 20-year-old want-to-fucker, want-to-put-your-fucking-cock-in-her-mouth-all-the-time shit. Um, so you have to think about that. So you might be weird on, like, the other end where, like, you're going to fucking weird her out unless she's, like, a Maury Povich, like, trollop. You know what I mean? Well, the thing is, if, if this were a different scene, you were like, I'm 35, I'm talking to a 31-year-old, is that weird? No, of course it's not weird. Who gives a shit? It doesn't make a difference. Um, in this case, I mean, you know, let's keep in mind, 16 for most of the world is like marrying in kid's age. Mm. In kids age. Uh, so I guess it's not that weird. But at the same time, you're exactly right. Like, expect things to not be dope. Right, <laughs> things no. to be a little bit weird because they're going to be weird because yeah. she probably isn't a uh, a fully uh, realized person. It's summertime. I advise you to like fuck a lot. And I mean, like fuck a lot. And if you have like a like a cool spot, you can go to. Like if your parents are cool, you can go into like the. If you got like a full run of the basement, you can sneak her down there or like get a room or some shit. Even though you probably can't get a room because you're only twenty. Um, <clears throat> enjoy the summer go get ice cream with her you know bring her to fucking minor league baseball games uh you know fucking teach her teach her how to fuck that kind of shit and then then just when when the the cold air starts nipping just be like hey okay 
you know, are we going to fall in love here? What's the story here? You're only 16. Whatever. Good advice. Yeah, is that good advice? Wow. What, what did I just say? Good advice. Good, ad- good advice. Good advice. Is that good advice? Good advice. That- My inner robot just came out. <laughs> Was that good advice? I don't know. I, I think mean, so. Just have fun. Be young, have fun, drink Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what else do we got here? Well, I got the world of comedy. And, uh, okay. Uh, well, when will Sean Patrick of the Bobcat Duty return to the drive? Uh, I don't know. Next time you're down here, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Have you talked to him lately? How's he doing? I mean, last uh, time. I haven't. Last time I saw him was that time he was being weird. <laughs> so he's like, is he like Mr. Like, uh, doesn't talk to anybody? Is he like the dark, the dark one? I don't know. I don't know what his deal was. I think he was just leaving for work and being weird. That's what he's good at, working and being weird. Really, yeah, (laughs) of course. And he's always really good at whatever shitty job he gets, which I love. Oh, yeah. He's, without a doubt, the best employee that this, like, low-level vegan restaurant has ever had. Wow. So so he's going to ride it straight to the top. We'll see. Maybe he might open his own vegan restaurant. And call it Dude Swings. Please call it Dude Swings. Wow. Wow, that's a million dollar Ooh, idea. Oh, yeah, that is a million dollar goddamn idea right there. Open a fucking vegan restaurant that's way better than that other spot and call it Dude Swings with a picture of Sean Duty eating, with wearing a fucking rainbow fucking dreadlock hat. Wow, every, every veggie patty touched by Sean Duty. Yeah, touched by Sean Duty after he touched his face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> huh. All right. Huh. <clears throat> my, my whiskers are coming in strange. Oh, sorry. Order up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, here's one. I messaged you a few months back about my housemate telling the most insane lies possible, pretending to be on wait, pretending to be on the other side of the world, pretending to be very wealthy, telling everyone he was a professional sound engineer. <laughs> I love this guy. We called him out uh, for about a week or two. Everyone seemed to abandon him, but now everyone but me and one other housemate is back to normal with them again and has forgot that all. I've picked up on more lies in the past month or so. What's my next move? Same move your first move should have been. Move the fuck out of that house. No, Why no, do you no. live Wait, with this guy? are you guy? lying about like, hey, I just gave you 50 bucks for a Con Ed bill. Like, did you fucking pay it? No. I mean, yeah, I did. And then he, he took the money. Or are you talking about him like just telling lies to other people? I, it sounds like it's just to other people. I don't know. Look, I just convinced half this fucking town that I was touring with Ariel Pink. <laughs> As a joke. Maybe this motherfucker's got an Andy Kaufman sense of humor. That's true. Convincing people you're very wealthy. It's called, it's like, this sounds like this dude's a big troll. It's not like he's lying about like, hey, oh my God, I found a bunch of fucking used condoms in my girlfriend's purse. Was it you? I don't know. I remember this this guy writing in last time was, uh, this dude sounded like he was off balance. Oh, you know what? I remember that. Yeah, you know what? Just move out because. Just move out. What are you doing? Yeah, it was fucking months ago, man. A few months back. And you're still like, oh, it's like, if you let shit blow over, it's still there, man. You know, just if you like have a, more than one housemate to discuss this with, more than two housemates <laughs> to discuss this with, chances are you have you can step up your living game a little bit. Yeah, kick Turbo and the dog out. Yeah, just get a two bedroom and find one person no, that just works a dude, lot. And, kick you know. Turbo and the dog out. Where am I gonna go, man? Where am I gonna crash? The only place I can go is fucking Jackie's house, and Jackie and I aren't talking right now because we differ on trans rights. Yeah, well, it's his fucking. Got to live on Jackie's porch. Yeah, that's his deal, you know. And if Jackie, but Jackie won't call the police because then she'll be labeled a cop caller, dude. Mm-hmm. So Geppetto will just have the fucking 
You, if Turbo hadn't stolen that Screeching Weasel record from Geppetto in the first place, yeah. none of this would have happened. Well, where's my Ben Weasel signed Screeching Weasel record? What the fuck? I'm I don't know. I didn't take it. Because he brought over a girl, you know, some uh, a girl mm-hmm. with like a, like, I don't know, like a, like a jean vest on or some bullshit. Yeah, uh, some cut-off camouflage shorts. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, something like that. She's got like a really not toned lower yeah. half. Yeah, like a jean vest with like a big fucked up patch on the back. Like, freaking nightmare <laughs> fucking scenario. And, uh... He's like, oh, just sit tight. I'll put on this Screeching Weasel record because, you know, that's the fucking jam session. And then, like, she's like, totally cool. America. (laughs) She's wearing, like, a fucking USA fucking shorts or a USA bikini top because that's, like, the coolest shit in the world, right? And she's like, America. And, like, you know, drinking, like, you know, shotgunning a beer and, like, oh, I think I'm really this thing. Geppetto, like, walks in your room and he's like, I think this is the one, dude. I fucking am really in love with her. I met her today at the bike coffee shop. Uh. And, uh, you know, we, we fucking rode tandem across the fucking 34th Street Bridge, dude. It was fucking amazing. <laughs> I love and Geppetto. She's like, we're thinking about moving. We're thinking about moving to New Orleans when the weather gets better. <laughs> right? Right? No, it's not Portland. Oh, it's like, Geppetto. It ain't Portland anymore, motherfucker. That's fucking New Orleans. And I love how New Orleans has become like the, the cool like P-U-N-X place to fucking move to. Because that's Is shit, that right? Because that shit's fucking real. I was yeah. say, that's a really cool M-U-R-D-E-R place to live, too. Yeah, no shit. Like, that's, that's, a, that's a real spot. Like, that's a real spot. Like, you have to have a tough fucking outer, outer core. Inner mm-hmm. core. You have to have a tough outer core and a tough inner core to live there. You know? I ain't Portland. Man, I'm make, you yeah. know, you're not like, you know, you're not like uh, coming out of Voodoo Donuts and your bike's flat. Like, your bike tire's flat. <laughs> like, this is some... Who did this? Yeah, no, like some, some guy named fucking, like, D- like Daryl fucking, I don't even know. <laughs> Master P. Some dude named Master P. He's fucking puts a shotgun in your face. That's that real, that's that real dime. Okay. And he doesn't even want anything. He just wants to put the gun in your face. Yeah. He just wants to fucking introduce you to what he let you know what ward you're on. It's awesome. Yeah, and, great there. I, I mean, New Orleans is awesome. I encourage you to listen to bounce music all the time. It's really good. I should do a bounce Spotify playlist, but Spotify has really fallen off, and they don't have a yeah, lot not of not very good. But anyway, uh, yeah. So Geppetto's like, yeah, you know, me and ja- me and uh, what's a good name for? Uh, What's a good name for this uh, girl wearing the American flag bikini top? Oh, shit. I'm so bad at this. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Carol. Her name's Carol. Her name's there you go. Carol. Named after the... Oh, I, could t- I was talking to my friend the other night. I had a, a bunch of uh, other Olympia Washington stories that just came out. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell those at another time when I'm in a better mood. All right. All right. Teaser, guys. Um <clears throat> Yeah. Well, did you see my fucking who? Where have dudes? What happened? To, like he blows the scene because it's like dudes. What happened to my fucking Ben Weasel signed fucking? Oh, it was right there next to my Alkaline Trio fucking fucking records. Look what the fuck, man. You yeah. know, once I had travelers stay at my punk house. No way. And they they stole a uh, a rare Devoid of Faith ten inch. <laughs> All right. As, and I wrote into Maximum Rock and Roll's letters column. You did not. To warn other people that they were still... <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally did. Did they publish it? They published Fucking my letter. Fucking awesome. 
And then I got like I got letters from other people. I've been like, I know these kids. They're fucking scumbags. Oh like, my god, was... fucking assholes. Watch, uh, put your records on lockdown. Are those the dudes who shot heroin in your basement? Your... Oh yep. Oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> I'm gonna kill myself today. I'm gonna drink that entire bottle of liquor. I hadn't thought about this in 15 years, Holy and it just came back to me in a tidal wave. Oh Are you feeling better? Because I feel like I'm the lowest right now. No, because you've got way more money than me, and you've got a girlfriend, and you've got a oh, good job. Oh god. Um. <laughs> Holy shit in hell. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Picture, if you will, a time where you could write Maximum Rock and Roll or, uh, to a lesser degree, Punk Planet magazine. And you could say, you know, these guys are rolling on tour. Because back then, those fucking bands would probably tour for eight months. Yeah. And shower once. And they're like, careful, they're rolling out on tour now, so just make sure, like, hold on to your hats, North Dakota, these people are running through and they're going to pillage your fucking village. Fucking scam alert. Scam alert, dudes, fucking scammers, man. They're going to try and steal, somebody stole my credit card, I'm like, I just said, but you have to explain why, as a punk, you had a credit card, because that's how oh, yeah, yeah, of course. infinitesimal and stupid people were back then, you're like... Oh, I had a credit card for touring and emergencies only. Like you couldn't admit that sometimes <laughs> you you don't have enough money for to buy Ben and Jerry's. So like you're, you know, so you're like, oh well, you know, I could uh, steal it, which would be the, the PUNX thing to do. Uh, or uh, you know, whatever you could move. You know, that could be the last straw, and you could move to Austin and uh, and work for work uh, work chaos, dude. <laughs> oh god i'm killing myself hey, right andrew, now sorry man hey andrew do you want to like you know maybe like split like a pair of car hearts and like a punk vest and go to chaos this year yeah let's just do it let's just go. let's just see let's see what all the fucking fuss is Fuck about that andrew we're coming to you live from chaos and tejas that's what we're gonna do in a couple of weeks we're going to chaos fuck a <laughs> fuck a fucking to- fuck a football game we're going to take chaos and tejas all right let's do it i'm ready let's go let's fly there but let's dress like brian ferry mm-hmm, absolutely <laughs> be like because you know those motherfuckers you know it they'll be like who the fuck are these assholes what do they look like that for <laughs> Look in the fucking mirror, dude. Oh yeah. All right, we're doing this. Holy shit. Government warning. Let's see what else we get? Here's a good one. Okay. Hans Nandry, you had mentioned that you guys had at one point worked for Equal Vision Records, helping screen shirts. Were there any other good stories that came from that job aside from being yelled at by Seattle straight edge bands? What's Steve Ready um, like? Really? What's Steve Ready really like? Pardonne moi un momento, uh, champion or a bunch of bitch asses and ran to the office when we started yelling at them. So let's get that straight <laughs> right now. Those motherfuckers complained. I wrote an entire letter, which I think had like a fucking PowerPoint presentation on it about yellow ink on one shirt. Okay. Jesus Christ. I missed that. Cry baby bitch ass band. Um, <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> I lost, I lost the question. Hold on. Uh, internet connection is awesome. Um, where's the EVR question, dude? That's it's oh, right, I got a uh, Good stories. Well, hmm. not a lot of good stories. I mean, everyone was everyone really hated their lives there. Yeah. So it wasn't it, like the it, spot where it's just like a good time. Yeah. It was everyone was like very depressed. No, that was like the drain screen for like every Albany punk slash hardcore slash person into music for a while where like you're spinning down the fucking spiral you got fired from your really shitty job and then you're like mm-hmm. yeah i'll clean screens for eight bucks an hour cool and then like 10 years later you look around and you're like 
I'm screening cleaning screens for twelve dollars an hour. This fucking rules. It's a scene. I, I mean, looking back on it, I'm glad I did it. It's uh, it definitely taught me a lot about life. Oh, yeah. I was more of a man when I left it than when I entered. But uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty intensely thankless. Well, thankless. Uh, work. It was thankless, and, and there was such a discrepancy between the cares and the care nots. Uh, yeah. You would have like a couple people, usually the printers, would care a ton. And then you'd have the shirt catchers who were probably uh, after taxes making four dollars an hour, who didn't care at all. <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah. I ended up being in charge of the shirt catchers for a while, and I had this job. Uh, I was the shipping supervisor, so I li- literally I worked for like two hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> I ran no, but that was the thing. I ran a little game on that because they gave me like a little cubbyhole desk. And uh, I, I, like, cut patches at my own speed and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And my job was to call the spots and the UPS centers and be like, hey, we're going to send some shit. Make sure your doors are open. Make sure you got the music down so you can hear somebody knocking because we're going to dump 15 boxes of shirts in the middle of mm-hmm. your bar for a band that's going to show up late. So it was a pretty good pretty good system. Um, but just, Yeah. But I would have to also talk with, like, as I lay dying in bands like that. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember that like, part of it. I'd be like, hey, this is Hans from Equal Vision. Uh, did you pick up your shirts at the UPS Center in Bismarck, North Dakota? And they'd be like, why can't you just send it to the club? Like, we've got a, we're trying to run a business here, dude. Mm. And I was like, um, I hope your fucking van flips, you fucking corny nerd. <laughs> like, seriously, though. I knew you plotted to kill your fucking wife. <laughs> oh the shit that's right that's right you tried to kill your fucking wife you couldn't just break up with her you had a fucking plot nah, I did uh, what did I do I actually shipped shit out I like ran on the dock and it was fucking I was running that whole yeah, scene you, do, you so. have like the really the shitty job but it, we were really good at it though I remember and you <laughs> you lasted between two different facilities which was great yeah, you got. If you give me something with like numbers and paper and like logistics and shit, I'm on that. Yeah, it's fine. I'm terrible with numbers, hundred percent. Yeah, but the trick is though, like I I knew everything coming in and out of there, so that was was whatever. But then anytime anything got fucked up, content wise or like number wise, mm-hmm. I was always like the scapegoat, and I would have to go back through my notes, and be like, look, motherfucker, look, look, what I, it's right here, it came in. You know, like it was, <laughs> I know you have to get heavy with everybody. I well, I remember there was a day where. Uh, I don't know, I, maybe it was Ian, or maybe it was Buddy, I don't know, like, I was sitting there, and one of those dudes, like, screamed it, my name Ian, over the place. Ian screamed your name across the room. Yeah, and I was being like, oh, what? Like, there's no way that this can be that big of a deal. Right. Like, this is crazy. And, it, you know, it ended to turn out to be nothing, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Ian, who uh, who responded to uh, <laughs> to my last... Uh, <laughs> Ian, we my love last you, segment. baby. Ian, no, no hard feelings, man. I, uh, I hope your life is going really His well. His life's going real well. He just had a baby That's and good. everything's still working on Equal Vision. But he, he, he got tight for a minute because he thought we were serious. <laughs> no, no, no. I, right. I wish Ian uh, only the good things yeah, in life. Yeah, let me rest assured that we're not... We don't lament. I mean, unless I'm like homeless. Like I do not. We don't lament where we worked. No, I thought it's actually we like as in, in, in retrospect, great job at the time. Uh, you know. Yeah, we, it was ten years ago too. So, you know. <laughs> as far as Steve Reddy, I think that Steve Reddy is one of my favorite people in yeah, Albany. He's great. He's the like the only truly. I think he's one of the only honest people I've ever met in Albany. Yeah, like hundred percent. It's weird like, because people genuine. people treat him like really intensely and like with kids' gloves and whatnot. When we just started to talk to him, like yeah. he was a like a like a real oh, human being dude. and not like a boss or something. He was just like very chill and was just as, whatever. Now every time I see him, it's always a good time. As soon as you talk to him like a human being, you get ultimate respect from him. 
Yeah, because great you, guy. Because he hates the people who fucking cow. Oh, here comes Steve. Like, mm -hmm. people who cower in his fucking presence and shit. Like, he's some kind of tough guy or whatever. Like, no, you just talk to him like a regular guy. You know, yeah, he likes, he's a he, very good dude to work he's for. He's got, like, three kids, and he likes watching college football. Like, it's hard to shatter anybody's fucking image of, like, <laughs> Steve, like, like, a like singing for Cro-Mags or whatever the fuck he used to do. Um, uh, and he's just a regular dude. He lives in, like, yeah. a, he lives in, like, a suburb of Albany and uh, just, like, chills out and, like, rides bikes. So, there you go. God bless. There you go. I mean, I know he used to go to Youth Today shows, like, 40 years ago. But now he's just like join the rest of the human race and, and uh, just kind of hangs out. As you're wont to do at that point in your life. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, oh man, I wish there were shows. I'm like 45 now. Hmm. Let's see. We, we got here. Uh, what do you know about Pig Food Records and their crew? For years, these guys were my only link to Albany. I'm from the Philly area. I assume Hans lives or has lived, libbed, L-I-B-E-D, next door to one of these unsavory characters. I have no idea what the fuck that you're talking about. I've never heard of this I've in my life. I've seen the Pigfoot Records, pig, <laughs> Pigfoot, Pigfoot Records um, sticker around town, but I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, I don't know what that is, man. Sorry to, sorry to disappoint I'm you. Sorry to burst your condom, but I have no idea. Let's see. Did Bane actually write a whole record about online poker? If so, which one? I think it was just one song, if I'm not mistaken. Excuse me, I think. Oh, that is was, there a full record? Uh, I don't know. Man. I, I just want to think that it was a full record, but it is just that one song called uh, Pot Committed. <laughs> which is really good. I don't man. think... I used to have uh, I used to have Zach's number in my phone from when he left his guitar at my house for like yeah. two years. I know, that just shows you like the misery I want to see, if I still have it, I'm going to text him and ask him how many songs have about online poker. <laughs> how many songs were left on the cutting room floor about online, online poker? <laughs> you know, like, were they like, okay, yo, I got the lyrics down. I do not have it. Oh, it'd be great. It'd be like, oh, All right, I'll, I'll, I'll get to the bottom of this. I'll, I'll figure <laughs> it out. It would be awesome, though, if the entire album was, was supposed to be about online poker. Like, you know, and you're getting ready, and you're like, you know, you're in the control room, and you hear the vocals for the first time, and you hear the other fucking lyrics, and you're like, oh, you know, this is so inspiring and uplifting. I can just imagine somebody in a small town listening to, like, the, the first exclusive download for the first time and, re and imagining your music inspiring them, and then you hear, like... Why is he talking about online poker again? Like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> like, they we're like four songs in, and he's he's talking about like calling into work because he's playing online poker so much. What the fuck's going on here? I think he makes a good living doing that shit, though. Good for him. Good I, for seriously, him. right? Fuck. Uh, I think the old uh, uh, I forget the name of his name of the dude, Andy from Initial Records. That's mm -hmm. all he does now. Is that right? Yeah. That's if you fucking good money if you can make yeah. it. Yeah, so you went from selling uh, the Elliot, first Elliot record to uh, to uh, making money on online poker. Guess one. Guess, guess you which, lost right over Ink and Dagger. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. The first, which I already sort of referenced tonight when I said it started to rain silver coins. I said it to rain. I am a vampire. It silver. Oh, sorry. I am. I'm at your window. Does anybody remember <laughs> Ink and Dagger, dude? I'm at your window. I am a vampire. I'll find that shit. Maybe I'll play that shit out tonight oh, instead of uh, Pain Cave. If I can't find Pain Cave, Ink and Dagger will play no, us out tonight. What the fuck was Pain Cave again? Is that, did, we, did we do a hardcore song? Did we cut it? No, man. That was the Wayne's World fucking MTV special where they played Pain Cave. <laughs> Down here in the Pain Cave. Please find it. I'll see what I can do. 
I remember. All right, what else we got? Let's knock out a few more of these. Hits. <laughs> yeah. uh, gonna, oh, I'm Andrew, gonna... you talk about Patrick like you really dislike him. Is it a love hate situation with you two? If he's such an annoying dickhead, why are you guys always doing shit together? I like him very much, but he is an annoying dickhead. He's an annoying dickhead. I I've lost touch with Patrick, but I have no uh, no ill feelings at all. In fact, I like him very much. Um, uh, and he's just, but he's like a you know, he's like a dickhead dickhead little brother. Just this is just actually just how we communicate, just by acting like assholes to each other. Yeah. It's funny because, especially, you've seen this when we record, it'll be, especially when somebody new comes into the mix, like a new engineer or just somebody's <laughs> around, they'll be like, all right, well, that sounded good, but maybe try, uh, I don't know, try maybe a little more oomph. And then I get on the thing and I'm like, listen, you fucking limp dick, little dick, fucking asshead. You need to, you know, if you don't fucking dial, you know, whatever. It's just how we speak to each other. So, uh, yeah, no, no bad blood. Nah, that's cool. Yeah, we always... For the we, stupid uh, piece of shit. In my... We, I... Andrew and I were like the uh, pilot co-pilot in the the control room, too. It would be like... Oh, yeah. I would be the good cop. He would be the bad cop when we would... Uh, he would always postulate a lot. He'd postulate a lot on things, you know, and like uh, in the van and everything, and we'd just kind of listen and be like, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's turn up the music, yeah, really. Exactly. Turn up Kiss, and he like loses his mind and go into like the loft with his headphones on. Uh, Hans, you should do a flag type tour while SDF is out doing their stuff. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> if we, but you know what? I would hope that we would play the same town, same venue, same night, and we would all yeah, that makes sense. Get together and play like uh, you know. Like a four, all fourteen of us would get together and play like a some kind of feel good jam. Free world. We could play. We used to do that. We used to do, uh, keep on rocking in the free world, but we did it instrumentally, and I don't think anyone knew what song it was. The last last time I've ever, ever sang in public was when we did a uh, show in. Oh God, where was it? I want to say Huddersfield, UK, where uh, Patrick had no voice, and I ended up having to do it, and then I lost my voice subsequently. Wow. Yeah. Andrew's singing. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, believe it or not. Wait. That was actually, that was, a, that was a very, very fun show, because Patrick was absolutely, like, beyond sick, like, at the point where he was, like, gray. Wow. It was, like, really, oh like, God. ashen. And I, uh, I remember at one point he was playing, he was just had his head in the bass drum, just, like, laying on the ground. And everyone's really already a little bit grossed out. <laughs> but my favorite point was he was, you know, he was holding onto the microphone. I've told this story a million times. I apologize if people have heard it. It's like holding onto the microphone stand and it fell over. And some girl who's probably like 16 or 17 hands it back to him. And I don't think he meant to do it, but he grabbed it and just kind of put it in his crotch. And it just kind of looked like he was pantomiming it as a gigantic penis. <laughs> even though I don't even think he was thinking about it. He was just like in the zone. Uh, as he was singing, but the look on the girl's face was the most abject disgust I've ever <laughs> of seen. It was course. it was unbelievable. It was like he kicked a dog. England. She was just so so unhappy. It was great. I love that shit, man. Huddersfield, and then we uh, we I think Patrick stayed behind. Then everyone else went out to a bar called Vampires. Sounds good. Yeah, it was a very interesting. I think night. that but, yeah. yeah, I think that I I never drank in the band, but I think if I started drinking. And was still with you guys. It would be like uh, I would be get really drunk. It was a weird scene, and you, you probably would have made it weirder. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. I always make things weird. I made this podcast pretty weird. Um, That's all right. It's, it's been a while. We're we're bouncing back from it. You already seem better. Uh, uh, yeah, but you know what? It's tears of a fucking clown, dude. Because as soon as I hang up, I'm gonna. Uh, uh, I'm gonna. I've already made the conscious decision not to eat. 
So it's... Uh, dial it back. <laughs> I'm trying. Intervention. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. All right. Let's do this one last one, and then uh, I'm going to intervene with you off air. Okay, good. All right. Since you guys are both from the Albany area and seem to have spent a lot of time in upstate New York, which of the major upstate cities, Syracuse, Buffalo, Rochester, Albany, is the worst? Um, I would say Buffalo only because there's more of it than any others. Um, Albany is, is what it is, but it is located where you can quickly get away. I can go to Montreal, Boston, New York in two hours. I can forget about it. I can get to a major airport and be on a plane rolling on the tarmac in three hours. That's true. I would say Rochester is the worst. Ah, you know what? That's true because it's kind of Rochester like, really sucks balls. It is nothing actually. You know, you know what? You're right, and it has nothing going on at all. No. Now, people from Rochester, uh, I know there's a couple of you chime in, and uh, maybe you can change our minds. Maybe we yeah. Can maybe do... there's something charming about this town that I've missed, yeah. but I've been to the bug jar and I've been like, oh, there's a Kodak factory that's not a thing anymore. Yeah. Oh, there's there's you know RIT looks great. Yeah. All right, time to go. Uh-huh. That's it. All right. Well, then, if we're done intervening, we're done talking about Rochester, this is episode number 22 Maybe of the podcast in, Overnight Drive. Depending on my mental state, if I become institutionalized, it is only Wednesday. Um, this may be the last one for a while, but if not, I'll uh, see you next week for episode 23. I think we'll be okay. <laughs> I'm confident you'll get your game on Hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. 
wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.